You ready to win today? Me too. So let's go. Welcome to the Win at Life podcast, where we tackle any business or life topic that can have a positive impact on our lives. I'm your host, Wayne Walsh. Connect with me on social media and represent as a Win at Lifer by visiting wewinatlife.com. In our first couple of episodes, we talked about really what is the foundation of being able to start and grow a successful venture. I made the case for business planning, including all that a business plan could be used for. In one of our last episodes, we even talked about mornings and how you'll not only want a business plan, but a plan for your family and a personal plan as well. Today, we're actually going to do a little recap of pitching. Because today we were actually going to a business plan competition called the Ottman Business Prize Competition. And with this specific competition, I've actually been a coach of a couple of students who ended up winning prizes at that competition, cash prizes. Nowadays, I still attend that event to support. And then who knows, I might coach a few students again in the future. I've also been a judge on business prize competitions such as Startup Maryland. You could go to startupmd.org to check out that one. This is one place where your business planning could come into play and be a tool that you use to present your business. You know, usually the time you have to pitch is only a handful of minutes. So the whole idea is to be concise in the presentation of your idea, the marketing of that idea, and the financials around the idea. The judges and audience also want to hear about your team and the overall plan, passion, and profits of your business venture. So to me, the winners usually have a few of the same things in common. And here are five or so things to focus on when pitching your business so that you can win money and support. Number one would be clarity. First one that comes to mind is clarity of that business idea. And the point here is you have so much information to convey in a relatively short amount of time. So you'll need to make sure that information is super concise, clear, and can still have a great impact on the audience. The only way to get to this point is to research and development of that business plan, feedback from your mentors, teachers, and coaches, and then practice of that pitch. I would recommend introducing yourself and stating your idea, then jumping into a story, a short story, of what made you even think about the need for your product or business, and then restating your idea again. Keep in mind that you have a short amount of time and other people are pitching their ideas and businesses as well. So the more that you can draw your ideas, you know, paint a picture of that idea into the minds of the audience, the better. I would start with a story, but then quickly progress into proving why the marketing and finance makes sense. Also, why you are and your team is the ones that can pull off this business idea. For that last part, you want to put your experience and passion on display. Number two would be marketing. With marketing, the biggest thing you want to stay away from here, in my opinion, is simply saying and sticking to the size of the market. The fact that the tennis shoe business is, for example, just making up this number here, but let's say a $300 billion a year annual business, just the sheer market size alone is not 
a definitive reason of why you should be getting into the business at this time and in whatever target market you're choosing to start in. You hear this all the time, not only on Shark Tank, tank excuse me, but other business prize competitions where people make the pitch and make the case uh, for the size of the market alone. Here, I'd say more so focus on your unique value proposition, your niche, and your marketing plan specifically. You know, how you would plan to grab and nurture and keep the attention of current and future customers. The bigger idea here is to display that you understand the main concepts of marketing and have created a plan to attract and retain customers. When you're thinking about unique value proposition, let's use a ride-sharing company as an example. If you were, let's say, Uber, when they were first starting out and pitching your idea, you wouldn't necessarily want to say that the car service industry is a $20 billion a year industry. What Uber likely said at the time was that they were creating a new industry to compete with the taxi industry and that their unique value proposition was going to be that they were leveraging a GPS-enabled app that anybody could have on their phone and a workforce of independent contractors where anybody could potentially be an Uber driver as long as their license and car were in good standing. And then theoretically at the time, of course, Uber, for Uber, the HR cost would be super low and the potential would be super high and that they could grab the market share away from taxis, buses, and even subways. However, the fact that their niche was so broad as far as who they could serve and where they operate still allowed for competitors to enter into the market, which is why Lyft was able to enter into the market and gain success. And it's also why others continue to enter into the market and carve out success as well. You know, I was at a Bloomberg event actually in New York where another rideshare company's CEO was being interviewed. And it was actually a company I'd never even heard about before, but apparently already had traction internationally. This episode is brought to you by The Wise We Company. Visit www.thewisewecompany.com today for information on services like our anti-procrastination events, help desk services to simplify email, or even business process redesign services. Reach out today. The third item I would say that is critical in a successful pitch, and I think you would agree, is finance. Anyone can make up numbers. More important thing here is to be aware of those um, numbers, you know, being aware of the definition of what the key ratios and metrics are, and to do the math based off your projected numbers. It's okay if people don't agree with the numbers, but your math should be correct based on your numbers. Know all your costs. Customer acquisition costs would be tough to determine if you don't yet have sales. However, your cost of manufacturing a product or providing a service is something you should be able to figure out and present in your pitch. How much do you have available to throw into your marketing or how much of the prize money would you potentially allocate into manufacturing or marketing? Knowing a breakdown of how you would use the prize winnings or potential investment would also help your cause. Number four to me would be presentation. And these aren't necessarily in order. These are just four of the top topics that I think of when I think of a successful pitch presentation. I want to make sure that it's clear, concise, and impactful. I'm sure you use 
a pretty good tone when you have your conversations, phone conversations, hanging out with friends, but you want to make sure in this situation, you have more of a presentation voice and you're loud and clear enough for everybody in the audience, including the judges to understand. I think those that depend a little less on looking at and pointing to the slides frequently seem to do better. If you can more so have a conversation with the audience, with the slides as a convenient backdrop that you can refer to occasionally, that seems to go over much better. By the way, I'm not the super expert. I'm not the only expert out there. So this is kind of like a preview of a future interview I want to do of an actual, uh, of another expert in the space of business pitch competitions. So this is my two cents, but we're not going to stop with this episode alone. So back to the presentation, you want to have a clear beginning and introduction that includes a story that allows the audience to get to know you a little bit better, your interest in starting the business, and even why you might be the best qualified person to see the vision from dream to reality. You know, have a central part of the presentation that focuses on the marketing and financial aspects that we've discussed, including key ratios and numbers, and then have a conclusion that really makes the sale and lets the audience and judges know why your idea is a great one and why you and your team are the ones who can see it from start to finish. Now, in our coaching, obviously, we get deeper into pitches and presentations and business plans when we're working uh, in our coaching program. So we would cover some of those key ratios, key financial ratios, um, and advanced marketing tactics and techniques and ideas that you could potentially use for your business. So this is really just an introduction, overview, general overview, as we see it, to a successful pitch. The last thing that I would leave off with would be business fit with the skills of the team and the team itself. So this is where the judges and the audience looks at your idea and they look at your business. They look at all that you've laid out for them. And then they look at you and say, you know, are you a person and is your team a group of people who are best qualified to see this from a vision, a dream to ultimate success and reality? And for that, they'll specifically look at your background, education, experience, and um, the business itself, and the business topic itself. Um, so if you have some folks on your team that actually have experience in the space that you want to move into, that's even better. If you have maybe, let's say you have four people on your team, if one is a marketing expert, if one's a financial expert with a financial background, one uh, maybe have a, has a different skill set that you could tap into and utilize as well. If you have a good balance amongst your team, and then if you yourself has a good background uh, pertinent and relating to that idea, that's even better too. So business fit with skills and team would be number five. And these are just some of the top topics that I think of when I think of a successful pitch. And as I mentioned, this is really an overview, an introduction to a future interview we want to do with another business pitch competition expert. So for today, thank you so much. Win at Life Entrepreneurs and tune in for the next episode. Thank you so much.
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Win at Life Entrepreneurs, where we tackle any business or life topic that can have a positive impact on our lives. Remember to connect with me on social media. Check out wewinatlife.com for additional information, including our contact info.